Yo, how's it going you guys? Welcome back to my two cents on podcast where I share my two cents on things you probably didn't ask about and today we are talking about bad bosses. Everywhere I turn, I hear some story about someone going through a tough time at work because their bosses are making their lives a living hell and I thought this is going to be a fun one to talk about. So let's go. Roll that intro music. Now, bosses can make your life a living hell and it's really not your fault, right? You could be Jesus reincarnated and a difficult boss can ruin things for you for all kinds of weird reasons. Sometimes they're genuinely evil people, but quite often they're just incompetent. Um no one ever told them how to be good bosses. For example, they might think that criticizing you is going to improve your behavior because that's how they were once treated. So, that's what they do. And It is amazing how bosses can get under your skin so easily and they can slowly undermine you and just destroy you in the end. Now, I know that you're probably already thinking about that one particular boss of yours, am I right? Yeah, we all have the one who has made or is making it seem like, you know, dragging your face across shards of glass seem like a holiday. Now, here's the thing. Different tactics work on different types of bosses. So, it's really important to know what kind of creature you're dealing with. And after talking to a few people and based on my own personal experience, I think there are these five types of bosses which are probably the worst. Now, full disclosure, where I am right now, I am so grateful that I have a really good boss or a group of bosses who listen and are open for discussion and of pretty much easy going for the most part just putting it out there in case they are listening all right so the first one or the you know the first type of bad boss who is basically the one who doesn't listen to you they don't involve you in their decisions they just do their thing and you're just a minion basically who works for them they don't value your opinion right uh with these kind of bosses I personally feel the best way to you know take this on is that first try to compare how they treat you with how they treat everyone else. So talk to your colleagues and find out whether your boss listens to them. You know, does he or she listen to them? Does he or she involve them in decision making? Because if it's just you, that's a specific problem. And the chances are that you know it happens to everyone, but there have definitely been cases of like favoritism, if you say. If it's being done to everyone, then you know it's not personal, right? Like it's just you know that's how they think they should manage people. So compare with how they treat other people. If everyone else is getting that same treatment, your boss is basically just an ass. And the second thing is to ask for like a specific change, right? Don't ask for general change. Don't say, "Oh, you're bad at listening," or "I want you to listen to me more," or "I want you to involve me more," because that's just, you know, to them it's going to sound like you're just whining and it's too vague and it's too negative, right? So, try to tell your boss like, for example, when you select a new supplier, I would really like to be involved, or when you create the agenda for the meeting, I would really want to be on that, you know, process of creating the agenda because I think I can add some things. like pick a specific change and ask and by doing that you can gradually sort of train the boss into listening to you 
and getting your opinions heard before they actually do things. Now, the second one is the kind of boss that puts pressure on you to work really long hours. You've probably got a personal life, right? Like, I mean, you don't have to spend all the time at work. We are already spending nine hours of our day at work. And bosses think if they can get you to work longer hours, they'll get more out of you, which of course is not true. Sure, you can stay on late once in a while and, you know, do some extra work. But if you regularly work really long hours, it's been shown, you know, there's lots of research into this that people don't produce any more if they regularly work long hours. All they do is sort of like pace themselves, right? They go a little bit more slowly because they know they've got a longer day. So it's stupid for bosses to put pressure on us, you know, to work super long hours. But nevertheless, that's what they do. And we find it being massively exploited in, I would say, Asian countries so much. And um, I think we're partially to blame for this, right? Because of our quote-unquote Asian mentality. And, oh, if my boss sees me staying back late and doing work, he'll be impressed with me and make sure I get promoted, blah, blah, blah. And to be honest with you, this behavior does not fly in Western countries, mind you. So what do you do? Well, I personally think that the first step is maybe... Trying to talk to a colleague, you know, who's more experienced than you and ask them, how the hell have you been keeping your shit together all this while? And if they say, oh, you know, it is what it is, just move on. Uh, that's not going to fly, right? So my second thought is make your results a little bit more measurable. Because quite often bosses are asking for long hours out of you because they have no idea what it is that you do. But if you can show them, you know, this is my target. And this is what I'm supposed to do and I've done it within the time mentioned in my employment letter, then maybe that may just help you out a little bit. Now, for example, salespeople, right? Yeah, salespeople are a classic, classic example of this. Salespeople quite often do work longer hours, but they don't always do that. And their bosses don't really care what hours they work or how long they work for as long as they're getting in their sales numbers, hitting their targets. So I think with any job, if you can make your results measurable, then the focus will sort of move away from the hours, right? So the third type is the empty promise boss. Yeah, they will forever be saying, you know, oh, you'll get a pay increase this year. You'll get your promotion. You'll get a change in portfolio. And the next thing you know, the boss leaves and you've been doing the same shit for five years. It's always just promises, promises, promises. And it just never seems to happen. And it can really, really be frustrating, right? And you can see why bosses do it because it's dead easy to just promise that they're going to sort it out at some point in the future, but they never do. And I find the best thing to do with this is put all these promises in black and white. It's actually what I did. Keep records, man. And send them in an email, you know, um, just send it to your boss saying like, you know, hey, based on our conversation, blah, 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 blah. Because then you've got some actual proof. You can say, well, I'm sure you said last month, you know, that, you know, this year you were going to get this for me or you were going to do this for me. So where is it? And if they deny it, you can say, well, here's the email I sent. Do you remember? And then you can say that this is the fourth time now that you've put this off. This is the fourth time that you've said you're going to help me do this and this is going to be done and then it hasn't happened and the worst that happens is they'll say well oh you're keeping records is it and you know it's your right you can say well i keep records of everything yeah that's just how i am i'm organized so 
keep records you guys and then you can sometimes be a little bit sarcastic and say by the way have you noticed that quite often you promise things and they just don't happen and i know it's difficult sometimes it's hard to get hr to come up with the money or whatever and things change in the company but it's quite frustrating because there's this process where you promise and it's always not happening and it keeps just being postponed and postponed and it's very depressing for me so is there any way we can definitely get it to happen this time what do you think can you give me some sort of commitment that you really will make it happen this time i think that's particularly powerful because often people don't realize that they're doing it bosses without even noticing they just fuck you off and because you're just one tiny screw in a super big machine right so you make them aware of this and you also make them aware of the fact that you are aware of what they're doing like i'm on you i know that you just make empty promises with no intention of doing them you wouldn't say that i guess unless you have the balls the size of texas but that's effectively what you're saying when you say have you noticed how often things seem to get postponed around here so keep records you guys email if possible and comment on those process now the fourth one is the type of boss who doesn't know how to respect your time you know the one i'm talking about like calling you during your lunch hour after work hours he calls you on the weekends late nights and the worst is when you're on holiday somewhere and you get calls you know stuff like that i swear these are the people that deserve a special place in hell of course there are exceptions like if let's say you work in the medical line and you're on call or have to debrief the incoming doctor on your patient status you know jobs like this fine i get it working hours are a bit hard to justify but if you're in a corporate environment then holy sh it's one of the most annoying things ever i mean why do people not understand that if it's outside normal working hours and if it's not life or death or really urgent why call can it wait till tomorrow i almost never answer like you call me past my working hours sorry bro and especially in this covid situations like bosses call people and say shit like hey you're working from home only why got so difficult answer only lah and the worst is taking leave or a sick day and these vultures call you and ask you to work like off me it's absolutely not happening it's not necessary like you have a better chance at winning the lottery than getting me to work on my off day i mean if you don't draw that boundary here then where maybe you should try calling them at 3 o'clock in the morning and tell them to send you some ramli burger because you were hungry like do that two or three times so we can see how they feel no sense of respect for another human being's time now here comes the last one and i think this is the biggest crime that a boss can do which is messing with your money and your net worth like rule number 1 never fuck with people's money if you promise somebody a pay rise or overtime pay for working on the weekends like make sure you pay it and don't you know fail to pay it and say oh yeah sorry payroll forgot promised it next month and then next month you let them down again i mean that's just a really guaranteed way to upset people so I think if your boss is messing with your money that's a really bad sign. That shows that they have no idea about management and they really don't care about you. And the thing I absolutely hate hate the most in this world is when they hire you to let's say do job A and then few weeks down they give you job B, job C, job D 
without any sort of compensation and i really want to smack the living hell out of these people when they say this will be really good exposure for you you learn a lot it'll really be good for your future listen as much as that is true like thank you for giving me more exposure and more responsibilities that you know will definitely help me become a better employee you want me to do more work compensate me pay me more simple otherwise hire someone else exposure and learning yeah they're good but it doesn't pay my bills or compensates me for the additional stress and time spent working when i could be spending that same time with you know loved ones or something so the question is what do you do with these kind of bosses right and i think what i read somewhere was pretty impressive and i think i would definitely recommend it's called the four step process now this four step process you could use this for any of the bosses that i earlier mentioned right and the four step process is really a good way to be polite and careful when you talk to a boss because let's face it bosses are important they can make or break your career and more often than not they can get pretty scary and they do have the power to fire you so you don't want to upset them so these things i'm suggesting you need to do it really diplomatically and the four step process is the way to do it so what are the four steps right it's i understand i feel i want and is that okay so let's just take a look at this a little bit right so let's suppose that the boss has failed to pay you for two months worth of overtime you've been putting in because there was a problem with payroll so you would say something like this like hey i understand you know obviously mistakes happens in payroll uh maybe someone forgot it is just one of those things but i'm quite upset i'm upset about it because i'm worrying now about whether am i going to get paid and i feel bad having to chase this thing up i feel bad having to come to you and appear like i'm money minded you know when i'm not i just want to do a good job but i'm worried i'm not going to get paid so it will be really great if you could go to payroll and get it sorted out or maybe you could get payroll to actually you know send me an email to confirm i'm definitely going to get paid in this month cycle could you do that like that's the last step about this right like saying could you do that for me now this is quite a carefully thought out process in my opinion because the strong bits are i would say steps 2 and 3 right like i'm not happy i want you to sort it out but if you just went to your boss and said oi i'm not happy i want you to sort this out that would be quite aggressive i mean you have your rights but still you don't want to do that so what you do is put yourself in this fluffy exterior of i'm really grateful that you're doing it but i'm worried i'm not happy and i want you to sort it out is that okay could you do that for me please so always make sure you do step 1 and 4 and uh step 1 has an extra benefit that i think it takes away the excuse of saying anything you know because if you say i know payroll are quite inefficient and difficult but it would be great if you could do it your boss can never say listen uh, yeah it was payroll's mistake and really inefficient and difficult cause you've already covered that off in step 1 and 2 right so what i what i'm saying is try and use this process when you confront your boss with any of these things really but particularly for messing with your money you've got to go in and you've got to say i'm unhappy and i want this sorted out now 
two other thoughts about messing with your money, right? I think one of them is, honestly, you have to be prepared to leave. Like, you've got nothing to lose at this point, really. So be prepared to leave over it. If you never get the money that they promised you, whether it's a pay rise or overtime or whatever, then I would leave because that's a measure of how little they actually value me. It's not about the money itself, but it's a sign that they just don't care. So I would leave over that, definitely. I would leave, I mean, I wouldn't leave until I got another job, but I would definitely start browsing places like LinkedIn or Jobstreet or contact a headhunter. Like, I want to find out what else is out there, right? I'd go to some interviews, and if I found a job I like that compensates me more for what I do with a boss that is better than the one that I currently have, I would definitely leave. Like, that's what I would do. So, that four-step process, right? I understand, I feel, I want, and is that okay? And be prepared to leave. Because at the end of the day, right, your mental well-being surpasses how much you get paid. And I definitely vouch for this. I'd rather get paid slightly less than someone doing the same thing as me on the outside if I have a fantastic boss who listens and understands my struggles and is dedicated in helping me grow and rewards me for the job that I'm doing, right? Healthy work culture over anything else, in my opinion. And of course, if your salary compensates you well, yeah, definitely. So if you have a boss that gives you anxiety, stress, makes you lose sleep, scared to go in the office in the morning, nervous and stuff like that, trust me, you are better off elsewhere where you're appreciated and treated better. Because mental burnout is not to be taken lightly. It could easily destroy you if you, you know, do not attend to it as early as possible. So if you are in this situation or you know of anyone in this situation, please lend out a helping hand or an ear. You know, just hear them out and just be there for them. It does not cost you a thing to be a decent, nice human being. Thanks, you guys. That's all the time we have on today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. It means the world to me. Join me in the next episode where I talk about something rather funny for a change. Um, new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday, people. Help me out by hitting that bell on Spotify to get instantly notified when the new episode drops. If you like what you've heard, share it on your social media and reach out to me whenever you want. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.